0: everybody so this is gaz from full picture podcast and youtube channel uh today we've got alex alex is a broker from ab finance thanks very much for coming on alex uh please do an intro because i've not done you justice uh and let everybody know that you, you what you're here for and thanks for coming very
1: kind gaz so yeah ab finance obviously stands for, it's for my initials really imaginative the way we the way we came up with that but we had it so it had sort of a nice ring to it, AB finance, you know, ABC of finance or, or, or whatever. But yeah, um, going back, not Dr. Boy too much, but been uh work for a couple of brokerages before AB finance. Um, before that I was working in uh, actually in sales for my, uh, ex girlfriend's uh, father, um, and who also was in property. And we've also been in property for a fair, a fair while ourselves, um, you know, unfortunately, my dad passed away due to cancer um, quite a number of years ago now, and he was an accountant. So my mum uh, was a dentist as well. So there were some funds there when my uh, when my dad was passing away. So with my dad being an accountant, I encouraged my mum to start thinking about inheritance that kind of thing. So one misfortune led to uh, um, you know a, a good thing, I suppose. In and you know, I was going into the property industry. So um, we've got HMOs in Leeds um and also um we um established ab finance as a result of my father leaving an empty uh, um, office basically in my mother's my mother's property um in leeds and um yeah um a bit of a nudge up the up the behind i suppose to 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 do something with my life losing my father and also um you know bittersweet in the fact that he uh he left an office there for us to, um, for, for, well, for me to, to occupy. And I think he would have liked the fact that we started up our business from um, an office, which he used to work out of. So quite, a, as I say, bittersweet there. Um, I historically, as I've mentioned, specialise in bridging and development finance. Um, and we also do through James Tutty, who is our, my colleague. Um, and we're also looking at expanding that team as well. So any budding mortgage brokers out there, do give us a shout as well we are looking to scale this year um establish more um more connections with uh, uh introducers and strategic partnerships i mean yesterday for example we had um, uh so i won't mention any names but we had meals out with um three uh, th- three kind of guys we're going to be collaborating with um uh, well in the in the morning um we had uh you, you know a breakfast meeting with a trainer, a letting agent, and a, uh an investor himself, uh also an estate agent. So they do the full package and they're gonna be training. Um uh lunch with an accountant, so um really again at the top of her game. So out for a Chateau Brown. So you'll get the common theme of uh um, of, of networking and building building relationships, and um, then yesterday evening we were over in Manchester at the refurbed um networking event as well. So, um, yeah, we uh, we put ourselves out there. We're just chatting to Gaz. I know Gaz is off the booze as well, so we've knocked booze on the head as well for twenty twenty four. We're going to do a year off booze. Yes, a year. So, um, really looking to build more connections this year. Um. Anyone that be interested in, in collaborating with AB Finance, we're going to be very, really proactive in in getting our um, our strategic partnerships some business, and also paying some really good returns to our um, introducers and our strategic partnerships, as well as promoting their businesses to our vast network of thirty one thousand across on LinkedIn, um, seven thousand I believe approaching on uh, Facebook and approaching three and a half, four, I believe, on Instagram, and also a vast, you know, um vast network in our HubSpot as well from our networking. So we've got a large pool there that we can, um, that we can, that we can sort of promote any of our strategic partnerships, and we're looking to collaborate. And we're paying actually, especially on the bridging and development, thirty percent, believe it or not, on our uh, referrals. So we'd be delighted to to speak to you that's anyone you don't have to be you know um and you know anyone who 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 can sort of um i suppose vet to a certain extent the deal and you know make sure it's not a complete time waster <laughs> um um and, and get that that direct referral to us we will pay 30% of anything we make on the deal and um, in combination with that we've actually reduced our broker fees as well by 50% um, on application, and that's on bridging and development finance in particular. might be slightly higher on mortgages because um we don't make quite as much money to be perfectly honest. but yeah, we're looking at, as I say, um really ramping it up this year. and in a nutshell, we are a whole of market broker. We've also got private equity options as well for those seasoned developers out there, so we can effectively fund one hundred percent funding um on your larger scale developments. that would be um. On uh, for as I just want to sort of clarify that that's generally for your more seasoned developers. So, um, it, not if you're just a, a newbie into property and uh and you and you're just looking for 100 funding, it's not going to really happen because obviously these um seasoned investors and the equity investors are looking for the experience there and obviously good margins in the deal. So the bigger ticket deals with good margins and seasoned investors we can look at those kind of things you know um higher the margin the better and the other key would be what are your exit what's your exit from development finance we'll source the senior and the the equity and um we can look at that we've also got private lenders on board who can can be a bit more flexible and a bit faster than perhaps perhaps the the uh, one of the traditional lenders on bridging and development and we've built up a really good um really good sort of plethora of lenders and perhaps some off the beaten track lenders as well who might surprise you with their flexibility flexibility and perhaps lower q s costs these kind of things and we've also got um as we say the uh, the term mortgages uh um arm to the business as well now through james Tutty, who uh who is a seasoned investor himself he's got a portfolio of around thirty units he's he's an expert in commercial conversions um and I'm, I've done HMO conversions and HMO investor as well, so we cover everything. Um, walk the walk, talk the talk, as I say, and we'd be delighted to have a a chat in the not in the not too distant future. I've probably gone on for a little while there, Gaz, but that's a fairly thorough um, sort of a overview of what we do. Um, we also work with, as I say, the top strategic partners across the country. So we've got accountants, solicitors um all those kind of uh, power team we can we can we can bring the full package in fact we were just talking to, to gaz about a deal where we're going to bring the uh the full kind of power team to the table and and thrash out the way of how how we're best going to sort of uh pull the um how, how we're best going to structure the limited company um the jv agreements and and hence we're bringing on a um Accountant, solicitor, as well as myself, doing the legals. Uh, sorry, doing the legals, doing the um, discussing the best funding options. So, yeah, one stop shop is a bit of a cheesy way of saying things, but we can we can offer more than just um, your, your your standard broker using a sourcing system. We have built up a really sort of um, in depth second to none. I like to say knowledge and service. We use the CSC approach to business as well. Which is uh which in, which we've incorporated and uh, and formulated so that means that consistency speed and care for you as clients are our three core principles so everything that we do throughout the business um you know those three core main core principles and values underpin everything um that we do so um yeah hopefully that reflects well on us and um you know we'd be like to like to have a chat do um do get in touch with
0: <laughs> very busy very busy and it's good it's great to hear so whilst I'm really sorry to hear about your dad uh yeah. went through something similar with my mum uh, obviously she didn't have an office but she had a business prior to this which then yeah. prompted me to go into business uh but what I really love that is is that you've taken this forward and then you're you're using something that I know he would have loved which you've mentioned and then you've yeah. made this business and it look it sounds pretty good pretty promising and I love that yeah. you you're looking to expand and yeah. grow bigger and that you bring the power teams and that you bring everybody there. Um, yeah. But for this podcast, what I want to do is there's a lot of people that I see around, especially at my events and people that are contacting me, they're worried about the current financial situation. And I keep telling them, go speak to somebody like yourself. Yeah. Because it's not as bleak as what you think. And there are different options. Like what you mentioned, the fees sometimes can be cut or be adjusted. Yeah, um, But also it's the creative funding stuff. So when I... If I was going to refer you to somebody, I would say creative funding, you need to speak to Alex. So let's talk about the creative funding and and those that may be a little bit fearful of going into property. What can they do? Because I get a lot of people approach me to do that. So creative funding, what would you say for them to do to come to you, uh, whether they're new or whether they're in property themselves? Okay,
1: so obviously I mentioned that, you know, private equity share. I mean, a lot, of, the thing that a lot of people sort of struggle with is having capital there available to, um, you know, to, to get started into uh, in, in property. So that's where we can kind of help to a certain extent. It's not as easy as a lot of courses make out to get into property. And I'm sure you'll vouch, guys. you know. Um, it's usually a pretty rocky road, particularly when you're starting out people get you know get on onto these um onto these really positive kind of courses you can't knock them for being positive about the thing you know <laughs> they don't want to sell courses and and um they want to really be positive about your future but the problem that you might have is um is capital is one of those things as well as you know all the all the other sort of um Bump, bumpy roads that that sort of lead to these uh to these fantastic destinations in the end in property you really i think you need to have a passion for property if you're gonna withstand the uh the 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 erosion if you like along the along the path and uh and the knocks that you're gonna get um and at the end of the day uh, without wittering on too much fa- failure is is getting up that one more time than those those that just stay down there um so property is definitely a rocky road um so what we can help with in terms of funding is we can, and um, I know I've mentioned alluded to sort of season investors and in private equity and perhaps getting 100% funding. Now, 100% funding is not as simple as people make it out. You're gonna need funds from somewhere, whether that's deposits um, in, in terms of cash, whether it's equity in other property, or whether it and whether it's private investors or family funds or family again again your family kind of properties as well so equity in those properties so what we can help with is realizing equity perhaps in other properties um so we've done we're doing quite a deal coming this morning which is um an auction purchase actually um so um my, our client has is 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 purchasing, I think for three hundred thousand um and he's paid his auction um the deposit at auction. So with it being auction, we need to move fairly quickly as well, which is you know' it's it's, it's a bridging day uh, deal all day long. So this is an example just for you guys to relate to. He's got um a commercial property with some flats with a flat above, which is worth two hundred thousand pounds. now there's no mortgage on that. So um, he's using that that second property um, as collateral in the deal. So he doesn't actually have to have the cash available to put into that deal. So he's going to leverage at seventy five percent on the purchase he's he, he's pur- he's purchasing uh, from auction. So the the lender will lend seventy five percent of that on a bridge, less interest. He will then put another first charge on the. Um, second property, which is already owned without a mortgage. um, And that will then fund 100% of that purchase. Um, Another bonus with this with this lender that that we've gone to, they will use AVMs. So there is no need for a surveyor actually to go out and visit the property. So we'll get AVMs across those two properties. um, And hopefully we can get this deal done within I've done a deal for a client recently where we got the deal over the line in ten days. So, um, wow. yeah. So, um, so yeah. I mean, this we we might be even quicker on that. Um, that that wasn't actually our record, but we you know we can we can we can do deals within within three or four days with with the right lenders. So, um, I suppose that shows you what's possible. But it might take a bit longer because you've got two two sets of legals on the properties with this one, but. You Know we can easily do it within a couple of weeks. Um, so that's one instance. So that would be sort of using first charges, um, as, as collateral and deals to get 100% of the purchase price. You don't actually need to have the the, the the cash ready, and that would be on a bridge across the two properties. So, what he'll then do, um, he'll do a bit of work to the property. Um, he's actually looking to sell that one, um, and uh, and then he'll, re- he'll, he'll either um what i would probably do is refinance the un- unencumbered one to so then withdraw some cash to go again but he needs to work quickly on this one so if we you know we didn't want to miss the deal so a mortgage is would take too long to do that to do so he's leveraging against that and um yeah we can get that so that's one one up one, one one kind of creative finance we've got all sorts of different options where we can reduce the the funding but to 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 clarify again you will need some deposits we a lot of people sort of think, you know, a bridge. Oh, yeah, that's 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 something that you can use sitting behind a mortgage to bridge the, you know, the deposit. And that to just clarify, that is not the case. Um, the bridging lender will need a first charge on the property, um, as will development finance lenders. So that's one option. Another option which we've which we've spoken to is, which we've spoken about, which we spoke to Gaz about actually, is a deferred consideration option. So that's or vendor finance. That's um, uh an, a, a more common kind of uh um uh explanation and a term for that so uh lenders don't like you saying vendor finance uh, by the way they prefer the term deferred consideration so the way that, that would work is we had this is a really large deal um recently so um, i can't remember the exact figures but um off the top of my head i think the purchase price of the uh it was in london so the uh the unit was commercial, um, uh, uh, commercial and, and resi combination mixed use. So, um, it was 1.8 million, I believe purchase price. I mean, not to do you know, I don't want to sort of, um, disillusion or uh, if that's the right word, um, you guys, you know, this is an example of a large deal. We do do smaller deals as well. So, um, 1.8 million purchase price, the, uh, bender agreed to, um, um to 500,000 i mean this was it's it, these kind of deals uh, are a test of your negotiation skills as much as anything with the vendors so if you're good at negotiating this might be an option for you so the and but he, um, the, the, my client actually knew the uh, he had a good relationship with the vendor which always helps you know so build work work on building those relationships so the vendor agreed to 500,000 up front um So, and then he would, they would defer the remainder of that, of the 1.8 million purchase price to refinance or sale of the, of the asset. So that was 500,000 up front. I believe the build cost was a million, something like that. The lender then funded the full million pound build cost. This is about the beauty of working with a private lender as well. So. A lot of the run-of-the-mill lenders will want to see some skin in the game, but we can bring private lenders to the table as well. So, um, yeah, so they actually released that 500000 which you can pay the vendor up front. They then released, believe it or not, another 300000 I believe it was. Um, so that was to start the refurbishment, um, to pay stamp duty and some other professional costs. So they released all that up front. So that was effectively over hundred percent fund uh, loans to cost day one. So um, that's a really good option. He didn't need any money actually on that one. Um, Well, yeah. So if you, uh, if you, um, if you've got good relationships and and, which is, which is key um, and you've you've got good negotiation skills, you can get these kind of deals over the line. So that's another option, other options. So that's deferred consideration. just so, it's not easy to negotiate these kind of deals but um it's a test of you guys we can get creative with the funding it's a test of you guys getting um you know uh, getting stuck in rolling your sleeves up with the vendors and seeing what you can achieve um below market value that's another one it's very rare to get below market value properties um through through agents i mean it's not going to happen if an agent is uh generally selling a property they're not going to sell it to you for less than uh than the market value you know regardless of your of your relationship with them because um what it sells for is the generally the market value and um mo- the, the vast majority i mean we do we do get the occasional ones which are below market value but um generally uh the, the selling price is the market value unless you're getting direct to vendor or or distressed sales these kind of things um but yeah, if you can, if you are looking to get hold of a below market value, which is which, as I say, is pretty rare, we can leverage up to one hundred percent of the purchase price. Bear in mind that we're going to have to um, factor in re- retained interest because we bridging. You don't have um, actually uh, monthly repayments generally. We can do it on a serviced option, but that again. Uh, makes the, the process a bit more complicated you'll have to have to look into affordability that kind of thing because on bridging generally um the property isn't bringing in rental income which means that you don't have that rental income to cover the monthly repayments which means you have to have quite a, a you know a, a, a high income and, and some cash there in the background to to support that so um Below market value uh, properties are up to 100% of the purchase price, as long as that's no higher than 80 to 85% of the value. Um, so that's another option. Um, title splitting, again, we can look at um, 100% of the value of the units once titles have been split. So if you're buying a unit uh, with self-contained flats, for example, um, a, a multi-unit building, we can, we can look at, um purchasing that at the value because by splitting up the titles you're going to increase the value so we can look at actually um um leveraging off the value once the titles have been split as long as we've started the title the title splitting process we can leverage against that and and effectively it's a really um popular strategy actually there's plenty of people coaching it and um yeah um and and obviously we can there's another way of getting 100 funding um Again, um quite a bit of competition in the, these kind of deals as well. So you know they might be going be, be being sold for higher than, than than you might expect. Um that's another option. Um I've mentioned sort of cross-collateral second charges. Um Am I missing any and private equity and, and and you know, investor funds and using other people's funds is another option, but that's again down to you generally to find those uh, those private investors. Those are a few examples, anyway. There, guys, um, you know, don't want to you know, whittle on for too long, but hopefully, that's educated uh, some of you guys a little bit. Just to mention on a side note, um, I know, um you're probably interested in what rates are doing, that kind of stuff at the moment as well. So um, mortgage rates are coming down, basically, um, due to, you know, a lot of mo- mortgages, remember, isn't my uh, my personal uh, area specialty speciality, but we've seen that, you know, certain mortgages, are, certain lenders have brought down rates by a, a full percent, um, yearly, um, in, in, in recent weeks since new year, really, others are coming down 0.95. Um, now stress testing as well have been sort of slackened a little bit as well, which is helping. Um, and um, also, you know, in recent times, we've had extremely high um arrangement fees up to sort of seven percent just to just to sort of uh, with some mortgage lenders just to kind of mean that they can reduce the rate a little bit. So the stress testing kind of works. Do you know what I mean? So I think we're going to see those coming down, hopefully, particularly Q, Q2. Well, you know, this is moving on to bridging a bit. Um, so base rate, you know, we're, we're expecting kind of to come down back in Q2, Q3, hopefully, uh, as things are stabilising in the economy. Um, I think, you know, at the end of the day, lenders really have to get funds out the door, otherwise they're not making any money. So we're going to see rates coming down a bit. I think we're going to see some really interesting products from lenders as well. uh, Because people's jobs are on the line at these banks, they need to get um, they need to get funds out the door. Otherwise, you know, they're going to lose their jobs. (laughs) They're not making money, they can't get paid, you know, so particularly with the more specialist lenders and mortgage lenders, um, you know some of the some of the mainstream high street banks are slightly different and sort of diversifying. Lloyds, for example, have set the stall out to be you know the 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 biggest landlord in the UK. You know so they're snapping up a lot of properties. So um, but the, your general one of the mill uh, lenders need to get funds out. So have faith, there will be uh, some more affordable lending coming your, our way throughout this year and um, some creative products. And again. Um, Actually, market-leading lenders, um, market-leading products on the on the bridging side, quite a few of them are variable, so they'll track the base rate. So another thing that people sort of overlook, if you've got now, if you've got a variable rate, we're not going to be seeing touch wood. Uh, We're not going to be seeing those um, those base rates increasing. Although you you know, we never know with the unfortunately with the way the economy um, has been the last few years, but hopefully um base rate will be coming down which will mean that your bridging um is getting cheaper throughout the the, the, the throughout the course of the loan so um uh, might be worth looking at some variable uh bridging rates as well if you are looking at bridging and obviously on development finance the majority of those uh cha- challenger banks for example the majority of those will track the base rate so um might be a little bit more expensive at first but your, your rates are going to be decreasing throughout the term of the loan as well on, on these short-term funding options which is uh which is worth worth um, remembering so again wittered on a little bit there Gaz and um gone off on a slight tangent just discussing the current, the current state of the economy but um yeah hopefully uh there's going to be more opportunities a lot of commercials you know coming up for grabs as well commercial to resi kind of conversions which is another thing we, we kind of have in funding pd rights as well um you know uh, uh, constantly being uh um, sort of sort of slackened a little bit so um get 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 your uh, get talking to sort of um your planning see what how you can utilize your, P, uh, your pd rights that kind of stuff um end of the day there's still the housing shortage and, and and accommodation crisis in this country so there's always going to be opportunity we're looking to be in the uk which is probably you know the most attractive um uh property market to uh to to invest in hence why we get so many foreigners investing um so yeah foreign nationals again we've got really good options for those guys as well on funding so
0: yeah, yeah. that's great that- stuff that's great stuff because yeah. i've got a lot of people that from all over the world that will listen to uh, my podcast. Uh, yeah. I think it was 27 countries last time I was there. Um, well, last time I looked and that was just on SoundCloud. So they're really interested in what they can do. Really, it's who they can trust. So it's good that we're getting you out there and then showing people who they can trust yeah. and that you know what you're doing. Um, it's great to hear that things are coming down because yep. I think it's put a lot of people off. Listening yeah. to the narrative of the news yeah, exactly. the narrative of the of the papers just coming out there and saying how bleak the world is it stops yeah. a lot of people coming to brokers and stops a lot of people going for mortgages and they think they're stuck and they think they can't invest they think they can't um actually move forward with a, a deal that is probably a pretty decent deal I bet there's hundreds of people sat on deals right now and and they're thinking well I can't go for finance well no go and speak to a broker go and speak yeah. to somebody who does creative funding like Alex just just yeah. reach out and I know Alex How many many you got on your LinkedIn now?
1: 31,000. 31,000
0: on there. Uh, Then uh, what was it? 7,000 on Facebook, something like that. Yeah, Yeah. and 4,000 on your Insta. Uh, You put some amazing content out there. So people should just really get out there. Start having a look at what you can do because there are plenty of opportunities. And especially now, especially as Alex has just predicted, that things are coming down, the base rate is coming down, which then will have an impact, won't it? Because the base rate impacts... How much they were paying? Yeah, back. I
1: think I think the last the last sort of year or so have been really frustrating here for brokers generally or up and down the country. You know, there are some some guys still, uh, you know, that, that are sort of uh, taking risks. And at the end of the day, in the long run, property investing isn't that that high that higher risk. It's always you're always going to get capital growth eventually. You know, generally. Um, as long as you do your do your do do, do your due diligence and 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 you know speak to speak to the, the relevant make make use of your network speak to the professionals um it was a as I say it was a frustrating year last year a lot of people sat on their hands wondering if property price is gonna crash um you know and obviously lending it was much less um attractive um but a deal is still a deal you know there's there's still um you don't want to let those deals, you know, pass you by just because um you don't want to pay the interest. If the deal stacks, regardless of the interest, then you're gonna be sat a lot a lot prettier when the interests come down, you know. So if you're still making profits on deals with stupidly high interest rates, then um I mean you've got to remember as well, they're not stupidly high compared to um, many years ago, it, it rates were up at sixteen percent, you know, um, and and um, we've just been spoiled with these really low rates for for for, for quite a while now. And um, you know, the new norm is not going to be what it was. It's 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 um, we're going to have to grin and bear it, you know, and uh, and um, at the end of the day, I keep saying the end of the day, don't I? But <laughs> you know. Um, you know what it boils down to is that we've got a really um, buoyant market generally in the UK, and uh, you know it's always going to be an attractive property, uh, you know, proposition and, and and risk averse to a certain extent in the to to invest in property, you know, um, and nothing's ever sitting, you know, to, to to make a lot of money and to do well in life, you you have to put in the hard yards and 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 take. A, a, a little bit of risk and take those knocks, and it's a test of proper market, in particular, is a test of resilience and um, um, and uh, and consistency. You know, you don't get anything in life for just uh, uh, for, for, for free for nothing. So, yeah, stick at it, guys, and uh, you know, we're always happy to help where we can.
0: Yeah, and there are plenty of opportunities out there. Uh, you touched on PD, which is permitted development rights for those that don't know. Uh, what that is is when you're going to put something through to um, be developed there are it could fall under what's called permitted development rights so please reach out to a planning consultant please reach out to an architect there are videos on on the youtube so have a look that explain this Uh, but what it means is the government wanted to uh, get people to grow get people to start developing get people to build more houses because we've got housing shortage so if you can get something on permitted development rights, so what I do within my firm, Alex, I don't know if I've explained this as well. We've got a small team that work for us that find land. So we use search land, uh, and we've yeah. got a team that work for us, me and business partner Ron and a the solicitor. Uh, they go out and find stuff. So we're finding plenty, plenty of, of bits of land that people can jump in on that we get on yeah. an option agreement, producing yeah, the costs. Then they can really come to somebody job. like you and get the finance for it for a limited amount of cash really because yeah. some they're starting from small plots which are infill plots all the way up to large plots that we're finding
1: yeah and as i say approaching those direct you know search
0: land is a nifty
1: piece of software there's there's other softwares as well which you can add to your um your um your ammo or arsenal if you like and um and, and and use these these to try and look at those uh, is a uh, direct event is another option which you know, every man and his dog seems to be sending out letters, but it, it, it's 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 about that persistence in trying to find these deals. If if you are new into it, it's going to be tricky at first with limited capital, you know. Um, but um, there are options there, and um, if you can do it, if you can get those first couple over the line, it gets you get your experience up, and it gets a bit more um a bit a bit less
0: uh less tricky basically. So yeah. Stick at it, guys. Stick at it. And there are there are always people that could be distressed as well. So we, we found something as well earlier on this year. Um, That was apartments, a big apartment block, and it was a building company that had done it, a construction company that built it, and they just wanted an exit. And they wanted to get rid of the last 34, and we managed to secure them at off at percent below a Ricks valuation. Wow. So when we're talking okay. about below, below uh, market value, Below market value should be. Yeah, I mean, or in or this
1: experience. market, they, they will they will be there. Unfortunately, with people not being able to afford their mortgages and this kind of and that 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 compounded with the you know the price of your food, heating and and, and 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 everything going up. This 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 time, and people are unfortunately with you know it's it's freezing at the moment about the UK. People the heating costs are going up and up, and you know inflation is still is still you know pretty high. Um, although it is coming down. People can't afford stuff, you know. After Christmas, it's January. There's going to be distress, distress sales, and we can help with with snapping up, as I say, these uh getting getting people helping people with these really quick bridges, you know, and getting them some cash, or even um, you know, pulling some cash out to help them, you know, uh, especially with biz- in businesses, you know, that's uh, we can we can we can pull out on second charges. You know, people seem to forget we can pull up um, equity release we can use that we can use equity release. we can use um second charges to release some some much needed cash those kinds of things um uh, particularly for business purposes and um yeah um happy to help another couple of creative options which I which I didn't really mention are purchase lease options as well and delay um, uh, um per um, Exchange with delayed completion; these kinds of things, you know, assisted sales. There's all sorts of options, but you just need to get those vendors on board with you and convince them. Be um, um, you know, not convincing. What's the word? So you've got to be uh, uh, reputable and uh and confident in what
0: you you're presenting to them and show them how they can make some money, basically. Yeah, creating the win wins. So that's what we call it. We just ask the vendor, "What do you want?" Mm-hmm. And then when they come back, we just tell them, OK, so if we can get what you want, would you be open to something else? And then we explain who we are. And I think I am fortunate that I've got a solicitor that works with me who, um, whilst he's sold his conveyancing firm, he's still got his other firm that he, he owns and runs. Uh, he knows the ins and outs. He was the senior supervisor on it. So I have been quite fortunate. But again, reach out to people like Ron. So Ron is probably there or somebody else is, uh, that you'll find similar that can help you out by getting a purchase lease option there. Yeah. Uh, the beauty of it is, uh, you can get something secured on minimal money, which then allows you to do due diligence, put into planning. Planning. Then you're not buying it. Uh, you're buying it subject to planning at the end. Uh, if planning's not there, so you do need to do your due diligence. That's where Searchland or Nimbus or anything else will help you out as well. as Speaking to the professionals and yeah. speaking to Alex. So well, obviously, obviously then, earlier, then you've to, got your power to,
1: team. Well, we're always happy to um, to assist with um with with your you know, purchase lease options, as I say, when, you, you know, you're going to be getting the, the property for below market uh, value at the end, but um, that's a few days sort of uh, down the line and, and, and beggars really, as I say, it's not the nicest phrase, but beggars can't be choosers and you can't expect kind of brokers to work to, uh, miracles for you. We're not miracle workers and lenders aren't, you uh, um, aren't daft you know they're not gonna they're not gonna lend to um to joe blogs off the street who um wants to get into property and he wants 100 percent funding um and um he doesn't really with, with all due respect know what he's doing because it's his first deal um straight off a three-day course and uh those kind of individuals aren't aren't prepared um, and also, if they're if they're fund, if they get hundred percent funding, they are like, hundred oh, percent funding. Never mind, you know. Um, mm-hmm. on to the next one. I'll try that, and the lenders left with a with a with a botched job, you know. So we can't work miracles. And I think the the key is as well start relatively small and build the um build the uh build the thing up basically. So lenders will want to see the um steps that you've taken as well so another thing which is crucial I, so I always say uh document your journey so if we can present like a portfolio of, with pictures of what you've done in your on your first project um before during and after and a lender can see what you've done they're going to get more comfortable with what you're doing um so um always document you know the, the more professionally we can we can um pull together everything um the more um comfortable the lender's gonna get and that's all it's about it's it's all about getting lenders really comfortable with you as a client and not looking at seeing you as risky you know if you've got a good credit rating obviously that reflects well on you if you've got everything packaged together really nice and neatly for them um showcasing what you've done previously that's going to reflect well on you just let's let's just you know we try and bring in common sense as well to our approach so um if we can you know if you imagine on lenders desks they're not just looking um, and same with myself you know um i'm not just looking at one deal you know people just can be very expectant in life can't they and they expect things done now 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 Um, even when they're not necessarily doing things now 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 for us (laughs) if you know what I mean so as soon as everything comes into us then they want it done like that whereas we've been waiting for them for you know weeks for for information that we need and then um you know be be realistic I think so um get everything together not in dribs and drabs in 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 you know um get everything together um um, between the two of us well not the two of us between my team and, and and you guys let's pull it together nice and nice and neatly get it together we actually know the way that the lenders would like to see things as well and we can sort of in clever ways present it to them that um that kind of um makes you look better <laughs> you know and um and and also um you know, we know which lenders to go to, who are, who are going to be quicker. There's generally always going to be a trade-off between speed and um, and rate. So, lenders that work a lot more, a lot faster, are going to be generally a bit more expensive. So, it's kind of risk and reward, you know. Um, but we can help, um, you know, get get things through as quickly as possible with those lenders by by presenting everything as they would want to see things and if we can if we can you know if they like the like the look of the deal it makes you look more professional um and we can just smooth things over really and that's that's the same with um with our power with the power team we can sort of connect you with as well you know just going back to the fact that we we're constantly sort of vetting and 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 bringing sort of together the the most effective professionals we can whether that's you know, trainers, whether that's solicitors, whether that's accountants, um, and lenders to a certain extent as well, which we try and make your journey as smooth as possible. Kind of like cheesy, but kind of like a you know a, a Rolls Royce kind of a journey, as opposed yeah, yeah. to like a, a a rickety old bus or something like that. You know, so uh, but stop stopping and starting. We just want it. You know, we're not going to get it. We'll get it through nice and smoothly for you, as opposed to. Um,
0: stopping and starting (laughs) you know and that's what's key mate it's like when you mentioned earlier about people who will be on the roller coaster of of property yeah but to manage their expectations don't expect the world on the moon on a stick so don't expect the moon on a stick you've got to provide certain information you've got to get your credit rating up there you've got to get some experience out there so stop building this stuff up there but you get a decent broker and they're going to get everything through it's just time consuming as you mentioned but
1: just exactly. to be, to be patient and to manage your expectations. Yeah, it, it, you, We do have to manage expectations. You get a lot of, you know, um, you might you might get people sort of promising the world and and, and not delivering on it, and it doesn't do anyone any favors, and in the end, it's going to tarnish your uh, your reputation, isn't it? So, as I say, we're not miracle workers, but we can do, we can do a good job, and um, and yeah. Um, always happy to help as i say so our intent my intention actually this year is to try and you know in business uh, is to get out of the business to a certain extent but i'll still be consulting on on, on those deals but you know this, the more specialist kind of niche kind of development finance and bridging deals are, are, are the stuff that i'll get my teeth into whereas hopefully on the uh um on the on the on the term products will will have that kind of organized from the outset as well so again a nice nice kind of smooth journey through um through your bridging and development finance to get that exit tied up because a lot of people worry about the exit um on bridging and a lot of lenders um, um and we encourage excuse me <laughs> we encourage actually um to uh to have uh multiple exits so ideally you would have if, if we're going to struggle to sell at the end does it work on a term mortgage anyway For and, you know to 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 minimize that sort of uh, loss of you know loss of profit and can you whack it onto a term mortgage um which down the line are going to be lower um so if we stress test it at today's kind of rates hopefully down the line it's gonna it's gonna really stack
0: up you know yeah exactly and, and things do change so you're hitting the nail on that earlier. So if if anybody's worried about exits, um, speak to Alex or come and watch some of the YouTube channels that we've got that talks about exits because they they are key. When you're setting up yeah. any deal, you've got to work out what's going to happen at the end, especially with bridging finance because you need an exit. You need to go into whatever you need to do. And exit doesn't mean selling. Yeah. Exit just means what you're going to do at the end of that of that product that you've got.
1: Just to mention again, yeah, that the, the lenders we work with. Um, to set, set people's minds at, re- at rest. We generally try to choose lenders who aren't going to be whacking on 5% penalty fees, um, you know, at the end of the term. So ask your broker, whether it's me or somebody else, what are the penalties for with this lender for me running slightly over term? Because you need to have that sort of safety blanket and you need to sort of prepare for the worst, you know. A lot of lenders will thrive off that kind of thing unfortunately um it's not uh you, you know it's not um completely um you know extinct or whatever it's not uh that that, that that lenders will um kind of lend money and not communicate effectively to try and with with clients perhaps and then they'll whack on five percent when you run over your term and and uh revert to a, a sort of two two and a half percent interest rate when you run over term. Um, communication is key when you're in bridging and development finance as well. Um, there are products available if you're struggling to sell as well at the end of a, a bridge or a development um, we'd call them develop development exit options um, so those are generally at slightly lower rates but again we will reach out to you you know throughout and say you know, and see how things are going you know are you, are you, do we need to look at perhaps an exit up from this bridge to stop you going over term and if we if we sort of communicate that with our original lender everyone's happy and you can you, again you can keep the the process nice and smooth throughout and um and avoid the sort of horror stories that you hear of people getting made bankrupt and that kind of thing uh by using a decent kind of broker who's good working with you throughout the process you know yeah
0: yeah exactly and there are a lot of horror stories out there yeah Um, and i think it's key what you said that i perfectly agree with that with the keep communication up because i think if you keep communication up you're going to do more than one deal if you don't and you bury your head in the sand and think shit i'm not going to get through here yeah Um, what am i going to do and and don't tell anybody then you're going to be scuppered Um, i mean
1: lenders generally especially the ones we work with i mean you you need you, you do need to be using a in my opinion uh, probably blow my own trumpet to a certain extent but um, you need to deal with a, a, a bridging development broker who specializes in those areas um you know Joe blogs the broker who um who, who's got a sourcing system uh, you know might be CMAPs and you know fairly new into it um using a sourcing system that's your option uh, without speaking to, to 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 lenders as well about the ins and outs and the criteria. Uh, there's only so much a sourcing system can do. Um, you need to know those. You, you know, I personally know the bridging lenders inside and out, and development finance. So I know the criteria. I mean, we do have a, um, a fairly nifty kind of sourcing system for bridging and development finance, but it just gives us an indication. You still have to go to them direct because it doesn't take into account any of the criteria. So you can be you can waste a lot of time with those kind of um, those kind of systems but um yeah as, as i say it's, it's it's key really to have a, someone that specializes in those areas um to to avoid kind of inefficiencies of going backwards and forwards to different lenders and perhaps you know bridging is very bespoke that certain lenders have have an appetite for certain deals you know and it's it's not as simple as just uh, one one size fits all you know it's uh, you know we some people like to pull their own canoe and go go Joe well the market but at the end of the day times money you know do, do you want to be doing that and a decent broker will save you
0: more than uh, than you then you're paying them totally agree i've got a very uh, been in property for the last few years it's you build up your bank of brokers you being one of them and, and- yeah. If you go to a broker, they're going to get you the best deal. Yes, you're going to pay money. You see that money that you're going to be paying, but ultimately, you're going to get the best deal for you. And without going to that broker, you could be paying more anyway, which would be yeah. way over the what you would pay in a fee. So mm-hmm. that is my top tip. I think. Yeah, or
1: or you, or you get hit by, um, um, you know, the the penalty fees by you know that kind of stuff because you're spending your time elsewhere as opposed to focusing on your projects. You know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You need you need the power team to do what they are powerful at, and their knowledge is powerful at, you know. So um, yeah.
0: Amazing stuff, amazing stuff, Alex. I appreciate it. Uh, I think we've come up to the end of this, but what we want yeah. to do is just re-attack. How do people contact you?
1: So, as mentioned, as we've alluded to, we're very prolific across all forms of social media. LinkedIn, give me a follow. Uh, I need to give that a bit of a um, you know a, a bit of a shake and get rid of some of the, uh, um, the the dead wood if you like and and and, and reduce some of the the, the the connections I've made because it only allows you 30,000 unfortunately so I've got um, give me a follow though I, I, in the past I've just um, you, you know accepted everyone kind of stuff so um, so yeah um, LinkedIn Facebook again give me a follow I'm constantly at the 5,000 max and um, and can I, you know same on on Instagram and also I'm happy for you, but um, you know uh, for, for for listeners of this podcast um, to, to to give me a WhatsApp if you've got any uh, any queries. I suppose uh, you know active deals as opposed to uh, you know I'm very pushed for time and and just um, general sort of conversations um, on on how finance works. Do you know what I mean? So. Um, I'd say, listen to, give us a follow across socials. You get a lot of content from there. Um, um, I might actually bring in some, you know, at half an hour consultations and that kind of thing down the line, but that will be a, a small fee. Um, but but yeah, um, do reach out to us. We've got email as well. I'll probably have a look at your emails. Well, I, m- I will look at your emails. Um, so that's just Alex at AB hyphenfinance.co.uk. finance.co.uk my whatsapp number please be uh you know use a bit of common sense with reaching out and don't uh, you know you, you know what's a bridging loan kind of thing yeah. um so yeah the my, my whatsapp number 077 349 um again we're systemizing and expanding this year so it may be that um that whatsapp is responded to by somebody else um but um you know for for gen, genuine inquiries um happy to have a chat and uh yeah I propose thank you very much guys finally for for getting this um um this 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 podcast sort of uh, booked in and and uh, we've finally got it over the line haven't we after multiple failed failed kind of attempts just with me flying all over the country and you'll probably see me networking um throughout the country as well I'm based in leeds uh but I'm in Manchester once a week, one afternoon a week at the minute, Darlington tonight. Um, I'll be down in London a fair bit as well. And we're also going to be on the speaker circuit as well. So if you run an event, we are going to be speaking at events throughout the country. Do give me a a shout. we would be happy to, uh, uh, you know, within reasons to come and and speak at, uh, at your event as well. So... Thank you very much, Gaz. Um, as I say again, all the best for 2024 to everyone. And um look forward to hearing from some of you. Stay positive, guys. And easy. um yeah, just go smash this year. Um perhaps take a leaf out of mine and Gaz's book and, and and not the the drinking on the head. It's easy as a broker to slip into a bit of a bit of um, you know, uh you
0: know i I don't know how to put it but um i I call it networking mode you go out there and people buy drinks and you feel obliged to get a drink exactly a
1: drinking kind of culture and tradition you know lenders are always wanting to take you out and you know do you want to go for some food and yes i do actually you know but i'm gonna be drinking water this time food you'll you'll notice is a big thing a big love of mine you know i'm always eating breakfast yesterday morning and lunch um with a with uh, with 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 individuals I'm collaborating with, and then actually the networking event we went to, they put on a nice spread as well. So three meals out yesterday. A lot of people think it's a little bit um, what's the word um, over the top or a little bit um, can't think of the word. Brains brains
0: tired over exuberant flamboyant. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. Over the you know over the top, but. I like my food and, you know, what's the point of working hard if you can't, you know, enjoy some of the finer things in
0: life, you know. Exactly, exactly. Uh, No, a massive thank you from me. I think it's going to be amazing value for everybody that's listened. Thanks, guys. Please please re-listen as well if you need to, just to work out some of the creative finance stuff. Uh, But reach out. What I'm going to do is I'll put Alex's details on a slide. So just after this, stay on. And on there, it'll have email address, uh, WhatsApp, and also links to to get to social media. Uh, And also then pop it into the comments as well. So have a look in the comments. Uh, You should be able to see them in there. And I'm sure Alex, if he picks them up, just tag him in on the YouTube or wherever it's going to be, uh, and then he'll pick them up as well. But thanks very much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Fabulous.
1: Let's hope it warms up. Speak to you all soon. Cheers. Bye bye